everyone. Welcome to the Wolf Medicine series, which is also season two of the Dimelo Mareri podcast. I am your host, Dimelo Mareri, a Botswana-based womb medicine woman for women leaders, healers, and coaches. It brings me so much joy to welcome you back to the Womb Medicine series for this new episode of our podcast series. In this podcast series, I'm going to be inviting women in Africa and beyond who are experts in various fields of womb healing and womb medicine to share their sacred wisdom in medicine with you on how to heal your womb, activate your own inner womb consciousness and inner womb medicine and on how to build a nourishing relationship with your womb and alongside those interview conversations i will also be hosting solo casts in the form of master classes and still along the themes of womb healing and womb medicine for more of my work and healing programs please check out my website dimelomarero.com and if you're on social media, let's definitely connect on Instagram. My handle is at Dimelo Mareri. And now let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 23 of our podcast. And in today's conversation, we're going to be exploring the theme of situationships and their impact on your womb. As already introduced, my name is Timelo Mareri and I am a womb medicine woman based in Botswana. And essentially what that means is that I help mostly women leaders, healers and coaches heal their inner womb wounds and pains. And the womb pain that we're going to be exploring today is that around intimacy yes because relationships yeah they they fall under intimacy in matters of the womb right and this conversation follows you know like the conversation we had in episode 22 where i was riffing on like a social event that I had attended at the weekend with a few friends of mine and just highlighting and guiding us to dive deeper into some of the themes and elements that I noticed. That episode 22 is specifically focused on sex, sexuality, alcohol, and your womb, right? Just exploring um, the the choices and decisions that we as women might make around sex um, in spaces of fun and entertainment, and as, especially when alcohol is involved, right? So if you haven't had a chance to, to listen to that one, definitely check it out. Um, Yes, so although um, I'm not necessarily going to be like still riffing on the same 
um, event, like this was kind of inspired by, by the same event that, that we went to um, in the sense that, you know, like as we were, as we were just walking around and hanging around in that environment, my sense was of there being quite, like my sense was around like this prevalence of situationships where we were at, you know, and like this is not necessarily unique about the space that we were in because at this time in our world right now, there is like a very huge prevalence of, of situationships. Yes, and just that, just the culture that we're in right now, or rather that there has been like a growing culture around relationships that would be termed complicated, you know, or as we have now coined them situationships, you know, like even Facebook allows you to, to say you're in a complicated relationship, you know? So like, this is not necessarily something that I guess has always been the case. Like, even though I suppose in the history of, of humanity, you know, there have been um, situations where people find themselves in, relation, in relationships that are not quite defined, you know, <laughs> and that might not necessarily be aligned with the highest desires and what they wish they could experience, right? And what would be unique about this current time in our history is just the, the, the increasingly growing like culture around the situationships and the normalization of situationships, right? And so today we're just going to be exploring how, how those might impact or just exploring that impact on your womb, right, as a woman. And maybe I could just start it off by saying, um, so as, as, as human beings, as spiritual beings having a human experience, organically, like in our organic nature, as we have been created by the true living source God, we are wired for union, right? And so it's not really by accident that we tend to gravitate towards having a beloved, having a significant other, right? This is because in our organic nature, how we have been designed by the source creator, um, the source creator de designed us to, to be wanting to be desiring of union, like that's really our nature as human beings, right? So, I mean, for me, I really had to investigate it for myself because <laughs> I needed to understand the significance of romantic relationships, you know, in my life. Um, I, yeah, I tend to ask a lot of why questions about all of life really and all of creation, right? And that was for me a very empowering discovery, like to just learn that spiritually as, as souls having a human experience, we're organically wired for union, you know? Um, and also let's just start it off by defining what we mean. Just for this conversation, let's define 
what we mean by by a situationship, right? So um, this this conversation is going to center the experience of women and specifically heterosexual women, right? So yeah, in a situationship, you there would be it would be in this this is how it would look like, right? <laughs> it would look like there's a guy in your life, right? And one, um, so the situation could happen in, in two ways, right? Um, as far as, yeah, the, as far as like the, the, the parameters of this conversation that we're having, right? So one, it could be that you're sleeping with this guy, but your relationship is not defined. And you as a woman really wish that he could choose you and be in a committed relationship with you but that ain't happening, right? And second, it could be a guy in your life who is your friend, you say you're friends, but you are in love with him and you wish he could choose you, but that isn't the case, right? And so in just interrogating and unpacking the impact that a situation would have on your womb and on your life really as a woman we first want to look at why you would be in that situation in the first place right and we're not necessarily speaking about like an intellectual reasoning but we want to go deep into like your inner makeup your psyche your your personal history your ancestral history you know around what it is that informs there being a situationship in your life, you know, that informs why you would have drawn into your life a situationship, right? So that's what we're going to be doing. And then second, we're going to be like, just as a general theme, we're going to have three general themes, right? One, we're going to be exploring why there is a situationship in your life, right? Second, we're going to be looking at the impacts of a situationship on your womb and in your life, right? And then third, we're going to look at the inner healing work that would be required around that, right? To get you to a place of manifesting the intimacy, the love, the relationships that you deeply desire, right? And if you're listening to this, it would mean that to some degree you do desire like a committed relationship, a solid partnership with a man who fully chooses you and who is fully available and fully committed to you and to your relationship. So that's where we're going. Like when, when I say the inner healing work that would be required, it speaks to like the inner reparation work, the inner repair work that would get us to the goal of you experiencing a healthy love in your life, right? So like in terms of why you would be in the situation in the first place, one, we would want to interrogate your own beliefs around love, intimacy, and relationships, right? And by beliefs, I mean what you hold true, what you believe to be true about relationships 
and quite specifically, what you believe to be true for you as an individual, what you believe is possible and not possible for you as a woman, right? And in exploring this one, we would, we would look at the beliefs that would be emanating from your childhood, right? So a lot of us really, yeah, as human beings, right? A lot of like our intimacy imprinting or our intimacy blueprints, right? Are, are inherited from just witnessing our moms and dads moving through their own intimacy, right? So as, as a young girl, you know, you would have witnessed the ways in which your mother and your father were engaging in their own intimacy, right? And in some way you would have um, internalized that, accepted that as the truth of what intimacy is supposed to look like right? So maybe you might have witnessed one of the two parents not necessarily being fully available for the other and taking it at that face value. That intimacy means that, you know, in that connection, one of the partners is not fully available or fully connect, committed, you know, just accepting that as the truth of what intimacy love-sex relationships are supposed to look like, right? So yes, um, it would be as demonstrated for you by your primary caretakers, right? So if maybe you were not raised by your mom and your dad, right? It would have been as demonstrated as you would have witnessed it um, through your primary care caregivers, right? And so the question that we want to ask there, right, is what did you learn about love and intimacy by just witnessing your mom and dad, right, or your primary caregivers, right? Um, could it have been that a man can be fully available for you? Like what you, not, what you witnessed, you know, would it have taught you that a man can, can fully be available for you? that a man can fully choose you and and how has this manifested in your life right so whatever pattern you're currently experiencing in your life right and like you can even reflect on like past relationships or even just how this current situationship happened right like in what ways might it resemble the experience of your mother or the experience of your female primary caretaker, right? So what did you learn about intimacy? Um, yeah, from just watching the women in your life, right? Um, as you were witnessing your aunts, what did you learn from what was unfolding for them in love, um, intimacy and, and relationships, right? Because like as, as kids growing up, we tend to just receive that at face value and accept it as the truth. And we then later, when we reach the, the ages of, of dating and getting into relationships, 
we end up manifesting it in our lives without necessarily being aware of where these patterns are coming from, okay? So like you can, you could even pause right now and like just take a moment to, yeah, close your eyes, reflect, or you could even like take it to your journal, right? Just look at the experience of your mother, look at the experiences of, of your aunts, you know? How did they experience love? And, and especially your mother, right? If she was in your life, if she was alive, right? How might your current situation or experience mirror her own experience, right? So yeah, like that's, that's like kind of like the first point where we want to, we want to interrogate it, explore it, right? Because um, I mean, like as, as lightly as we call them situationships, right? Um, in like in their manifestation, in their being um, born, like in the physical realm, in the physical experience, it's not just coincidence. Like these things run much deeper than we might be aware, right? And so second, in just exploring um, your own beliefs around love and intimacy, we also want to look at the beliefs and vows from your own individual experiences of love and intimacy in this lifetime, right? So it could be that at some point while, you know, as, as an adult or as a teenager, something something painful happened like in your relationships right such that it would have shaped or deeply shifted how you continue to experience love in relationships right could be that somebody like deeply hurt you and you might have made a vow that love is not for you you will never experience like healthy love um, that love is not really meant for you, that maybe you will never find the, the partner of your dreams could be something like that, right? So I guess like you also want to reflect on your past relationships and how they might have impacted you, you know, like the beliefs, like the core beliefs around love, intimacy and relationships that they might have resulted in you forming and holding as true, right? So please do that as well. You could even pause now and just reflect on your relationships. Like what have, what like, what has, what has been like the, the most pro, 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 predominant, predominant themes in your intimate relationships? Like what are the threads there? What are the common themes? What are the patterns, right? Um, and third, we want, to, we want to look at the beliefs, vows, and patterns in your ancestral lineage, right? Um, and this is because really like a lot of how we experience life including intimacy, including money, um, is largely informed by the patterns within our lineages, right? And 
um, a few months ago, I hosted an intimacy healing masterclass, you know, and what emerged from that masterclass was just how the intimacy wound, you know, especially for African women is largely ancestral. So if you were to look at the roots or the origins of why we might really struggle to find the intimacy that we deeply desire, those roots are within our ancestral lineages, right? Could be something that happened with our grandmothers, something that happened with our mothers because your parents too are your ancestors, right? And so when, when we're doing intimacy work, right? Um, and really when we're doing the work of your womb, anything to do with your womb, we cannot not um, interrogate the patterns within your lineage and how those might inform your current experiences, right? Um, and so I would just invite you to reflect on what the experience of love and intimacy has been like for your ancestry, for your ancestors, right? Um, and here we're talking your mom, your grandmothers on both sides. So on your maternal side and your paternal side and also your aunts, right? So yeah, like just go look, like did they, um, like how did they experience love, right? Um, did they have men being fully available for them um, and committed to them and their relationships? Like, would you say that has been the experience of women in, in your lineage, right? Um, did they possibly have men fully choosing them, marrying them, for example, and declaring them publicly to the world, right? So please just reflect on the experiences of the women in your lineage, right? Around love, intimacy, marriage, right? In your family. And also just look at how that might be active in your own life, right? How might that be playing out? How, how might it be manifesting? Might it, any, might it in any way be connected to this situationship, right? Um, yes, and, and also like an important one, right? Is really just to, I'd invite you to think about what like this is even like at, at the top of your head, right? Like without necessarily going deep into it, like what, what, what do you think? What do you believe about love, right? Like what do you believe about love in your life? What do you currently believe about relationships? Like when you talk with your friends about love relationships, like what are some of the things you say? Um, yeah, what are some of the things that you tend to repeatedly say? about relationships and, and about love and about boys and about men, right? Um, so from that, you will begin to, yeah, like just, you, you'll have an opportunity to see what you truly believe about love, right? Um, is it something that can have a happy ending? Like, is that what you believe, right? Or is it gonna end up in tears or, um, are there good men out there or is it that all men cheat, you know? Um, might you be secretly holding the belief that 
you don't think love is for you or that you'll never find the love of your life anything right so like just reflect on it like just casually explore um some of the things that you just believe that you tend to say about love and relationships it could be that for example so like this has been very active in in the southern african region you know essentially that somjolo is intimacy is like it kicks ass so basically that relationships kick ass you know essentially that it ends in tears basically you know and um at the you know at your in the inner parts of yourself the core parts of yourself could you be holding the belief that um because they tend to end in tears therefore maybe relationships are a waste of time or something you know um so it could also be like very positive like beliefs right but if you're in a situationship right now and that is probably um has gotten you stuck in a loop right there's a possibility there that there are beliefs that you would be holding within the corpus of yourself that inform and nurture and sustain that situationship in your life right so those are the core beliefs that we want to you know like just get clear on get to see such that we can begin to do like the belief reconstruction work around it you know um essentially of yeah looking at the beliefs that you currently hold um and moving through you through a process of um deconstructing those beliefs and forming new beliefs that are in alignment with what you most desire right and so now with we're talking about the beliefs the vows and patterns from your ancestral lineage right and so what i would invite you to do and this is so powerful cuz like a a couple of days ago i had like a a money medicine woman that i'm working with like guide me through just exploring like the money patterns within my lineage right it's so powerful right so yeah but here we're going to be doing it for intimacy right so like i'd invite you to just move through each and every one of your aunts right maternal aunts paternal aunts each and every one of your grandmothers right and consider what was their experience of love intimacy marriage like how did they experience men in their lives how did men treat them how did the men they were in relationships with intimate relationships with treat them right um yeah essentially like what is the pattern of intimacy in your lineage right and how might this be active in your own life right um yeah like if okay you will you will notice the patterns right <laughs> yes i was about to give another example but you will definitely see it right um and then fourth we would then also want to explore your own like experiences of love and intimacy and also sex right from your past lifetimes from other lifetimes right um and because like we're spirit beings you know whatever happens to 
um, the other extensions of our souls or whatever happens in the other experiences of our soul will have an impact or an influence in how we currently experience life and intimacy, right? So if there might have, for example, been sexual trauma, you know, as in past lifetimes, um, or even in this current lifetime, right? And also even if it were like sexual trauma experienced by your grandmothers, right? That can definitely have an impact in terms of how you experience intimacy right now in this lifetime, right? The thing about sexual trauma is that sexual trauma is such a big wounding, such a big trauma that also has the potential to almost like break down your intimacy template, like your intimacy, your inner intimacy infrastructure, right? Such that whatever it was that you were holding organically that was informing like those organic um, relationships, intimacy that are on the, the, the timeline of the divine. Um, it has the potential to just break that down, like to chip it away, to eat away at it, such that you, you begin to only experience like the watered version of what would be like the true experience for you in intimacy, right? So like then we would definitely want to do inner healing work around that. Like if um, you've ever encountered like any form of sexual violation or sexual trauma in your life, or there has been like a history of that in your lineage, right? I would definitely invite you to consider um, committing to a journey of inner healing for your womb, like to just do inner womb healing, right? And, um, and still like just around the experiences of love and intimacy and sex from your past lifetimes, you know? there might also have been like incidents of, of betrayal by the masculine, right? By betrayal by men in those lifetimes, right? Um, and whatever would have happened, you know, might've resulted in you forming particular beliefs about intimacy and also forming particular vows, right? About intimacy, like for example, a man can never choose me, a man can never fully choose me, or that a man can never never be fully available um, for me, you know? That is very, very possible. So when we're doing the inner healing work, you know, part of what we wanna do is also, you know, explore the possibility to journey to those timelines, right? And see if we can excavate any you know, excavate any memories, any soul memories, you know, of what might have happened to you and the vows that you would have made and that inform your experience of in intimacy um, in this lifetime, right? So, yeah, like you might see already that, um, yeah, like it's much deeper than we would normally think, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, I guess, you know, like just apart from the normalization of situationships and just this current culture that makes it seem like there really is no other option or that committed relationships 
are outdated or out of fashion, you know, there really is a history. There's also this history, you know, around why you might have manifested that situation in situationship in your life, you know, and also around why we, as the current generation, um, a huge proportion of us tend to believe that committed relationships are outdated or out of fashion. There really is a reason why, you know? <laughs> and if we want to change our experiences, we want to explore that and, and heal it, right? And so we're now gonna move to the next segment of just exploring the impact that the situation in your life um, has had or is having on your womb, right? And one, it would just be like the emotional turmoil that you're experiencing around this, right? The emotional turmoil, um, the gaslighting that might be happening and the shame that you might be feeling for, for loving this person, right? There could be thoughts of like, why, how could I? fall for this person when I knew you know so and you couldn't have known you know like that's part of the work of just releasing the shame okay and there might also be shame for just feeling this way having fallen in love wanting this person so badly and also shame for wanting on quote off quotes for wanting so much you know because um what usually might happen in situationships is that fine, like maybe you, you sleep with this person and then after you have slept together, maybe after a while, you ask that you guys have a conversation around what you are, you know, to define the relationship, right? And what you might receive as feedback is that, no, maybe I'm just exploring, I'm just floating, why do you want something serious, you know? Um, like, why can't we just chill and enjoy each other and, you know? So that also just speaks to like the emotional turmoil that you move through, you know, of asking, let's please have this conversation. And maybe you have the conversation and then still that's the feedback that you get. The deep pain that you move through, you know? Um, I... Yeah, I'm saying all this because I've experienced it too, you know, like um, it can feel like a death, you know, um, being in this, like it's like a, um, a swinging thing, swinging from one point to the other. It can feel like a death inside, you know? And so, yeah, and the gaslighting would be, you know, if, if later, when the thing hasn't worked out, you know, you might end up almost doubting yourself, right? Doubting, did I communicate it well? Was it was I clear? Maybe I didn't communicate it well, you know? Um, Etc. right? And so, yeah, like part of the inner healing work is of, of releasing those emotions, right? First, allowing yourself to feel what you might not have felt in the moment, right? Just, and, and here's the thing about like these emotions, especially the emotion of shame, you know? Shame for having wanted him, 
shame for even claiming that you want a committed relationship, right? Um, if unprocessed, you know, emotions tend to linger, to sit in your body, in your emotional body, and also especially in your, in your womb, right? And so often, you know, like when we speak about womb pain, sure, some of it manifests as physical womb pain, but sometimes like it could just be the pain that is held within you, such as shame, such as a deep sadness or a deep grief or a deep sorrow, right? A grief around not having gotten what you desired. Let's face it, you really liked this guy. You wanted him, you probably saw a future with him. You wanted to have more with him and that didn't happen, right? And so when that didn't happen, we normally, healthily, we need to move through a process of grieving that, of grieving that which you couldn't have, of mourning that, right? And when there isn't space, because again, there is this conflict and shame. Um, so what might happen is that you might not fully be able to allow yourself to feel the sadness, to feel the grief, because how could I? Like, why couldn't I just not love this person, right? And so we also just want to come to this with um, some self-compassion and self-forgiveness, right? Um, self-understanding. Love is such a beautiful thing, right? And such a normal human emotion and such a normal thing to feel for another human being. There shouldn't be any shame around it, right? Um, and so, yeah, also like just speaking to the emotional turmoil, right? Um, yeah, you know, like whatever interactions that you have with this person, um, and for however long, and Hey, like sometimes situationships last for a long time, two years, three years, seven years, right? with you just being stuck in this loop with this person and it feels like a break and forth and you're feeling like you're dying inside all the time, right? Um, it can completely break down your own confidence and assertiveness around relationships, around what you want in relationships. And I think most importantly around just you wanting relationships you know, and asking for it and claiming it, right? So, yeah, like just one of the impacts, right, is that like just the resulting breakdown of, of your inner person, you know, around, yo, maybe I'm wanting too much, maybe cool people, adventurous people just settle for the floating and let's experience each other, you know? And so part of the healing work is, of, of putting all of this is putting all of yourself back together, returning to your organic essence, returning to your organic nature, you know, around relationships. If you want love, if you want relationships, we want to return you to that place, right? And speaking of the gaslighting, it's that, like the doubting of self, you know? Um, and and also just around, as I mentioned, around, did I, did I possibly not communicate it more clearly? Um, what if I made it seem like it was okay to do this floating thing, you know? 
that floating thing is unhealthy. Even with your excess, right? The floating thing is not healthy, right? Um, and the floating thing, I mean, where you're constantly, um, where you're constantly in a waiting state, right? Like waiting that they must, they might say the thing that you hope they will say, right? Hoping that they will, yeah, eventually come around and say they want you, right? So that's what I mean by the floating that thing. Like it's very unhealthy. It chips away at, at your inner being. It chips away at your, it's deeply wounding for your womb, right? And yeah, so in like just the, the inner healing work, right, would include, you know, as mentioned, like just putting, putting yourself together um and like yeah putting yourself together excavating those like um fragmented parts of yourself you know um returning to a state of wholeness around intimacy and returning to your organic essence you know um that which you believed in about intimacy and love before the situationship happened right and it's really just also an initiation, you know, like when these things happen, um, they almost always like present us with an opportunity to choose, right? Are you going to choose like to go to the next level of a wholesome and healthy love? Or are you going to keep settling for breadcrumbs, right? There's almost always an opportunity to decide to choose what you're going to stand for and what you're available for, right? And, and um, yeah, like part of the, the inner healing work is also just allowing yourself to feel what you might have never had an opportunity to feel, what you might have never felt, right? The sadness at, at you not getting this person to be your beloved, right? The grief, like acknowledging the shame, like there's so much power in saying, I actually feel shame or I'm ashamed of one, two, three, right? Um, yeah, so if, yeah, if you'd want to do that with me, like you can definitely book like a, a once obsession with me. If this is something you're needing to move through, book like, yeah, a once of two hour session with me. We can always work like on the long term over 12 sessions. Um, and I will, like, I will include on the episode notes of this episode, like, a link to my calendar where you can book um, a session with me, you know, to move through some of these. And what would need to happen would also, like, additional to acknowledging the shame, we want to clear it out of, out of your system, out of your emotional body, out of your womb. If some of it is sitting in your womb, um, we want to release and clear it, right? And offer inner healing medicine for that pain that's been sitting within you, right? Um, there might also be like emotions of disappointment, of like having been let down by the masculine, like, oh my God, this again, something like that, you know? So we want to like do like the emotional clearing work the emotional healing work around that, right? Um, and 
and also like what what would happen is that like such a situation ship might lead to like a breakdown of your inner like your inner intimacy infrastructure like or, or your organic template of intimacy in your womb right and that can definitely impact like future experiences of love even for your descendants right so like if this this has become a pattern in your life and also if you might have like noticed it as as a pattern in your lineage it is something that is that is requiring your attention it is asking um for you to pay attention um and if that is available for you to then begin doing the inner healing work that will end this for your lineage that will ensure that this doesn't continue to become a pattern and experience for your descendants right yes so like that was just in terms of like the emotional turmoil the gaslighting and the emotions that you might be sitting with in your body in your womb right as a result of this experience right um emotions of 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 shame of sadness of disappointment of that led down we don't want to have them in your womb right like those are not like they're not life giving emotions we want to transmute them right to the original essence the organic essence of conditional love right so when we speak of womb pain sometimes it is just that having these emotions sitting in your womb and having not been processed and also having the potential to impact your future experiences of love and also your womb as a creation space um will definitely be impacted um by these emotions sitting there right like it 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 impacts how you show up in life it impacts how you show up for the creation of your very life of your ideas of your business etc right so whatever is sitting in your womb like deeply affects um your like your creation landscape how you create and how you show up in your life right yeah and and secondly like in terms of the impact that a situation would have on your womb is so like when 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 i dropped into this you know when i dropped into like kind of like what happens to to the body of a woman and what happens to like your any your your energy body um when you're in a situationship right it what what i saw was what like the current patriarchal and capitalist um culture is doing to our mother earth to planet earth right so there is this like exploitation of the body of mother earth where we just keep taking like we there's deforestation we cut trees more than we need right we fish um the oceans more than we need we we extract our body we extracting oil at yeah 
at such almost heartbreaking levels, right? Without any consideration of, of how she might feel, of how this might impact her. And without it even dawning of us that, <laughs> that we're just taking, taking, taking and giving nothing in return, right? And also just taking, taking without honoring the body of Mother Earth, without a sense of, of gratefulness or recognition for her sustaining our lives, for us sustaining our existence here on earth, right? And so when I thought of like these situationships energetically, it represents that, right? Where you as a woman, you're giving of your body, you're giving of your sex, you're giving of your sexual energy, right? To this person, hoping to get something in return, but nothing is given in return right and we're not necessarily we're not necessarily saying this person should give in return right the question here is why have you manifested this in your life and how can we shift it such that you can begin to manifest in your life relationships that honor your body that honor your sex that honor your sexual energy that honor your womb right um and Secondly, you know, if it's a situationship where you're not necessarily sleeping with this person, it could be that, yes, as a woman, you're giving of your emotions, you know, the emotional labor, the emotional provision for this man, for this man you know, helping to build him, being there for him, holding space for him, holding space for him to make sense of, of his life, to make sense of his dreams, if those are the conversations that you're having but there's usually this emotional giving, like the caretaking that might be happening, right? And that would energetically represent, you know, this exploitation that is happening in, in, in our world, right? Um, of, my, of Mother Earth, of the feminine, of essentially just because Mother Earth is like the feminine essence of creation. So it's this exploitation, the the raping, you know, of the feminine essence that is also happening to women, you know, often without us really being aware that that's what is happening, right? And so, you know, like just in terms of you as a woman giving your body, giving your sex, giving your sexual energy, or um, giving of your emotions of, you know, providing for this man emotionally, we also want to look at the conditioning around this, you know, like just the, the social programming, what you might have been taught culturally um, to be true about men and relationships and what it takes for you to get to have the relationship that you desire, right? So it could be conditioning around like building a man, you know, yeah, there's this thing about how you should build a man you know um around like so like there's a huge difference between building somebody who's not at all invested or aware that they need like to grow and develop themselves you know there's a huge difference between that and being in a partnership where you are together building one another um, supporting one another. It's essentially really supporting each other in your individual building processes, right? 
um, and holding space for each other for that growth to happen, for you to grow together. That is very different from or, from or to you holding space for your own growth and for the growth of another person who's not even aware that they need to grow, et cetera, you know? <laughs> um, so culturally, you might have seen, you might be aware of just the legacy of our mothers and our grandmothers, you know, around how they were taught to believe that men are children and that you should look after a man, like wash for him, cook for him, um, manage his finances, um, bear him children, take care of the children, take care of yourself, make sure the household is on point. Um, then what is the other person like responsible for? They're not even responsible for themselves. That is really the legacy of some of our mothers and some of our grandmothers, right? And that often um, influences how we then show up in relationships and what we believe to be true about intimate relationships and especially um, about marriage, right? So yeah, conditioning around building a man, caretaking, teaching the man, coaching the man, mothering the man, right? Um, you want to just look at some of what is happening in your society, in your like your immediate community around this, right? And there might also be conditioning around having to give of yourself, you know, and hoping you'll get something in return, right? That, oh, you must um, like have sex with him, hoping that he will love you or choose you, right? Might that be running like in, in your cultural um, conditioning and socialization? And, you know, like just additional to building him, there's also like the, like giving emotionally and giving, yeah, giving of yourself emotionally, Ladies, that emotional giving, like it's, it's, it's a life force that is coming from your womb space, right? And if it's not honored, if it's not nurtured um, and reciprocated, you know, it doesn't have to be like equal, equal in nature reciprocation, but where like it's happening in a very healthy dynamic where you feel like you're giving from your overflow and you feel honored by this relationship, you know, that can be deeply wounding for your womb, right? And yeah, the, the culturally, there might also be elements of having to make him fall in love with you or changing him, you know, such that he can see you as the woman of his dreams or something. Girl, like you don't have to you don't have to make somebody fall in love with you. Um, they, when somebody chooses you, they need not be any convincing. They need not be any, any negotiation, nothing whatsoever. You absolutely deserve a love where this person fully chooses you, okay? And you don't have to bargain for the love, right? If it has to be bargained for, I don't even know what it is. I don't even know if it, it is love, right? So you deserve to be fully chosen by a man who's, who, who sees your amazingness. I'm not saying there will not be any challenges, you know? Um, wherever there are two people, because we're not really the same, we're different beings. So wherever there are two people, 
there will be differences. So I'm not saying that you won't encounter challenges, but at the like the most basic level, um, it should be somebody who fully chooses you, where you know <laughs> you've been fully chosen, right? And there are no questions about that, right? So whenever you find yourself questioning, um, questioning the nature of the relationship, questioning whether you've been fully chosen, um, know that it might just have elements of the situationship, right? And really a healthy relationship ought to have safe space for that conversation to happen, right? Um, the conversation around, let's, I'd like for us to define this, like what feels safe for me is for us to define our relationship so that I know exactly where we're at with each other, right? Um, yes, so yeah, that's like a question to, to reflect on that, yeah, culturally, what were you taught about men and relationships like, okay? How much of yourself or your resources, internal resources must you give, right? And so when we're speaking internal resources as a woman, we're talking your body, we're talking your time, your attention, your focus, your sex, your sexual energy. Those are like your fundamental resources for you to create anything in your life. You're almost always le like leveraging or building upon these resources, right? Um, and also just the, the cultural conditioning around the level of self-compromise that must happen for you to be able to have this love, right? Um, might there be any conditioning around that for you, you know, around like just compromising yourself, pretending things are okay when they're not okay, saying yes when you actually want to say no, settling for breadcrumbs, knowing you actually want more, but not being able to say, say so, you know, feeling awkward, feeling ashamed for wanting more, right, etc. And also like just the cultural conditioning around what you must give, you know? Um, there might be like these undertones that you must give something to the man, you know, for him to love you, right? Um, and most importantly, we want to look at how this might be showing up in your life, in your own intimate relationships, right? Like, yeah, this, sense of like having to give of your life force energy um, to the man, because it is that like, um, when we study sex and the dynamics of sex more deeply, there really is that exchange of your life force energy, right? And yeah, that brings us to, to the, like to the third point around the impact that a situationship will have on your womb is like the inner wounding that happens to your womb, your body, and your vagina, right? So what, what is usually like quite active in situationships is the lack of emotional safety, right? Where you can't even articulate that I want more, <laughs> for example, right? And so you might find that if you're sleeping with this guy, it is out of the hope that he will finally choose you. So kind of like using your body um, and hoping that 
you will get this. You will get this committed relationship, right? And so, what does that? What the, what that? What that does is that it depletes your life force energy. You're giving as you're penetrated by this man. You are giving of your life force energy to him, right? And when it's done in such a setting where there's lack of emotional safety, where you wish you could be committed, but you're not, where you want more, but that cannot even be a, a conversation, there, there tends to be a depletion happening. Like there isn't an exchange. You are not, you know, your own desires are, are not being met. Your own desires are not being fulfilled, right? So you're constantly just giving, giving of your life force energy. And that is deeply wounding for your womb space, right? There's just that um, exploitation, right? Which might be conscious um, on, 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 on the men's end and it might also be unconscious, right? And like, this is just, for us to come to a place of understanding, not to make excuses to say, oh, he's not aware of what he's doing. No, you deserve better than that, right? So like there is a consciousness that is running in our world, right? And especially within our men, right? Um, which, you know, like just as our own intimacy templates as women can be fractured, theirs too can be deeply fractured, right? And we can look at, you know, specific events and, and, and instances in our history that have collapsed, like the inner core of men um, in our world. You know, there's been timelines of war and slavery, right? And wars are still happening now, right? That can deeply collapse, like the inner core, the inner, like organic templates of an individual, right? So, like that is like part of the consciousness that is running in our world and especially for our men and that informs um, why some individuals might just not be able to show up like for full commitment, right? Um, what's currently sitting within them might be a fractured intimacy pattern, right? Such that they themselves would require inner healing, right? And what you now need yourself is the inner healing work that will kind of like elevate you to a place where you are not attracting this fractured intimacy templates of men in your life, right? Um, and also, also, you know, like just relating to the inner womb, wounding for your womb, body and vagina, um, you will notice so in, yeah, in episode 22, we spoke about how, you know, like just how beautiful it is that like to have like full 100% consent from all of your body when you step into a sexual, a sexual um, experience, a, a sexual interaction, right? So in, in this case, where there is a lack of emotional safety, where you want more, but that's not really possible. You might find that um, your womb and your vagina are not giving a full yes, right? 
if if you were um, aware at that level of being able to tap into where your womb and your vagina are at, you might actually find that it's not a yes for them to be engaging with this man. Because given the wisdom of your womb and your vagina, excuse me, given the wisdom of your womb and your vagina, um, they will know when you are being honored and when you're not being honored, right? And I can tell you with the organic wisdom of your womb, your womb would want you to step into sexual experiences where you actually feel honored. That is what is enlivening, nourishing for your womb. Anything else is deeply wounding, right? So yeah, please like just be aware of that, okay? So like, yeah, that's that's about it in terms of like, the impact that a situationship would have um, on your womb. Um, and we are now going to, yeah, like kind of like in closing, explore like the inner healing work that would need to happen for you. Um, if, you if you're finding yourself in a situationship and you actually want to experience better, right? One, it would be, um, the healing or the rewiring of your intimacy patterns that you would have inherited from your mom and dad, right? So one would just want to become aware of the imprinting that you have inherited and begin the work of rewiring those, right? And second, it would be like DNA healing and ancestral healing, right? for the patterns within your lineage, right? And that specifically, we would want to get clear on what the beliefs are, what like the, 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 the vows are that inform those specific patterns in your lineage, right? And like just do emotional clearings and spiritual clearings around, around those, right? And yeah, part of the, the inner healing work would also include like mother wound healing work, okay? And like here we would want to, like if you have a tendency of pretending things are okay when they're not really okay, of like just compromising yourself and not having healthy boundaries, right? That might relate to the mother wound, right? There is a podcast episode that I did on this of mother wound healing as a pathway to healing your womb, right? Yeah, and yeah, I believe there is a theme around intimacy that, that came up there. So definitely do check it out, okay? Um, yeah, I can't exactly remember exactly what episode number it is, but it's on mother wound healing, right? And we would also want to do father wound healing, right? And this would be like, especially or specifically around your own sense of worth, you know, your self-worth um, and the tendency to settle for breadcrumbs, okay? So like this situationship thing, it's really like just settling for breadcrumbs, okay? Because yeah, like if you're listening to this and especially this far, you actually want more for yourself. You want healthy love. You want a committed relationship. Like that is the full package that you want. And anything else is a breadcrumb, right? And so that usually relates to 
um, self-worth, matters of self-worth, you know, and they could also be like an, um, like a rejection wound running there, okay? Um, and also from the mother wound, like there might be also like an abandonment wound running there, okay? So when, when we get to do the work, um, the inner healing work, we will be able to, to notice the patterns, right? Um, and really just most importantly, like the work, inner work that we'd want to do, probably encompassing all of this, is just of owning your desire to be fully chosen by a man and to be in a fully committed relationship with him, right? And having no shame about that, just being able to fully proclaim it and claim it, okay? Um, yeah, that's what we want to get to, okay? And so if you've listened to this and you're feeling called to do the inner healing work around this, I have two healing opportunities, right? One, I, I already mentioned this earlier. It's a once-off two-hour healing session, right? I will attach the link to that on the episode notes. So you can just follow that link, book a session with me. And um, yeah, let's, let's begin to do the work, right? Of healing your own intimacy patterns, of healing your womb, you know, with respect to whatever inner wounding she might have sustained resulting to this, right? And I also have like a 12 week private healing program where you can work with me over a period of like 12 sessions, 12 weeks, right? And just exploring the full breadth of, of all of this, you know, as, as I mentioned in, in this session, right? Yeah, and so mm, like that, that's about it. <laughs> today and yeah that's about it about situationships and how they impact your womb and my prayer is that you know like your soul your body your womb would have you know from listening to this would have like received the inner healing that they most need right now that they would have received like the inner shifts the inner remembering the inner returning back home that they most need and that you most need right now. And that you may find the courage to begin to step fully into your own, like your, your organic and your true desires around intimacy, around what you truly desire relating to relationships, relating to love, relating to sex, right? And I also pray that the Holy Mother, Father God may intervene, right? And begin to step you into that timeline, right? Where you can begin to fully receive your highest desires um, and that are in alignment with the God timeline and your highest timeline, right? Yeah, and so it is, and so it is, and amen. <laughs> and until next time, until the next episode, bye. And now that you have had a chance to listen to this episode, 
I invite you to just briefly reflect on what came up for you as you listened to this episode. What were some of your thoughts as you listened? What ideas did you have coming up? And what are some of the insights or highlights you might have had while listening to this episode? And please feel free to connect with me on Instagram to share some of your thoughts and reflections for this episode or email me via my website, dimelomarere.com. And quite specifically, what new decisions or actions will you be taking as a result of what you heard here today? In what ways are you now willing or are prepared to transform your life? Again, please feel free to connect with me on Instagram or via email on my website. And in closing, if this conversation has been of value for you, please share this with a friend or with all the women in your life who you know absolutely need it. For more of my work, please do check out my website at thimelomarero.com. And while you're there, please also join my mailing list for updates and news on my healing offers and programs. Until next time, until the next episode, I am your host, Dimelo Mareri. Bye.